This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Welcome to the ministry of the Christian Crusaders. Last Sunday, we began a sermon series called A Season of Promise and focused on the promising hope we have for the future in spite of the depravity of our sinful nature. This week, we will talk about how we can change our sinful nature and become a new person with a new life. Our message today, He Will Change Your Life. Perhaps you've heard the statement, God loves you just the way you are, but he refuses to leave you that way. Well, it's true. I invite you to stay with us and learn more about this today. We begin in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Let's pray. Almighty and merciful God, our prayer today is that you would speak your life-changing word into our lives because we want to know you and we want to know your will for us. In the name of Jesus, we ask this. Amen. Joy to the world, the Lord is come. Let earth receive her Sing and heaven and nature sing and heaven and heaven and nature sing. Joy to the world, the Savior reigns. Let men their songs employ while fields and floods, rocks, hills, and plains repeat. Sounding joy, repeat the sounding joy, repeat, repeat the sounding joy. We sing joy to the world. We sing joy to the world. We sing joy to His love and wonders of His love and wonders, wonders of His love. We sing joy to the world. We sing joy to the world. Joy to the world We sing 
Our reading for today is taken from Matthew chapter 3, beginning at verse 1. In those days, John the Baptist came preaching in the wilderness of Judea, Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. This is he who was spoken of by the prophet Isaiah when he said, The voice of one crying in the wilderness, Prepare the way of the Lord, make his path straight. Now John wore a garment of camel's hair and a leather belt around his waist, and his food was locusts and wild honey. Then Jerusalem and all Judea and all the region about the Jordan was going out to him, and they were baptized by him in the river Jordan, confessing their sins. But when he saw many of the Pharisees and Sadducees coming to his baptism, he said to them, You brood of vipers who warned you to flee from the wrath to come. Bear fruit in keeping with repentance, and don't presume to say to yourselves, We have Abraham as our father, for I tell you, God is able from these stones to raise up children for Abraham. Even now the axe is laid to the root of the trees. Every tree, therefore, that does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. I baptize you with water for repentance. But he who is coming after me is mightier than I, whose sandals I am not worthy to carry. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. His winnowing fork is in his hand, and he will clear his threshing floor and gather his wheat into the barn. But the chaff he will burn with unquenchable fire. My Jesus, I love thee, I know. Thou art mine For Thee, O the fires of sin I resign My gracious Redeemer My Savior art If ever I love thee, my Jesus, tis now. I love thee because thou hast first loved me and purchased my part.
dear friends, I was in a conversation a while back about someone who was making a mess of things. And this person I was talking with said, that guy will never change. He's a hopeless case. This is a day of little faith and a few convictions. And in frustration and disappointment, many people are inclined to say, you just can't change human nature. Perhaps you found yourself saying or thinking that about certain people you've observed. You know the line, a leopard can't change its spots. That person will always be that way, no matter what. We might even think that about ourselves. I can never change. That's the way I am. That's the way I'll always be. And we sigh and shrug our shoulders and say, I guess you just can't teach an old dog new tricks. That kind of thinking... I have found, can bring some discouragement and even despair in us. I'm a drunk. I'll always be a drunk. Or I'm a terrible spouse. I'll always be a terrible spouse. And there's no hope for this marriage. And Or I'm a bad, self-centered person. And I just give up. You can't change human nature. If you believe that, A popular preacher from a long time ago by the name of John would beg to differ with you. In our story for today, in Matthew's Gospel, we're told of a man called John the Baptist who comes on the scene in the wilderness of Judea out by the Jordan River. He's a preacher. And there are crowds of people from Jerusalem and Judea and all the region about the Jordan River flocking out into the wilderness to hear this guy and even be baptized by him in the Jordan River confessing their sins. You might ask, why this popularity about John? What's the attraction? Is it his looks? Well, he was a rather strange-looking person, we're told. He wore camel's hair and a leather belt. He reminded people of the Old Testament prophet Elijah. Perhaps it was that interesting diet of his that struck people as odd. He only ate locusts and wild honey, kind of the Yule Gibbons of his day. It could be his style, his tone, his plain talk, his urgency. He was very direct, challenging to people. He didn't mince words. Well, while some of those attributes played into the picture for the people... It seems that there was more than that. It was the message he brought. He sounds like a prophet speaking for God. Repent, he said, for the kingdom of heaven, which, by the way, means the same thing as the kingdom of God. This was a Jewish audience that Matthew was writing for who revered the name of God so much he didn't want to offend them. He says, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. God is up to something big, in other words. Get ready. You get ready for it by repenting. Now, to repent is to turn around, change your direction, and turn to God, to surrender oneself to his uh, leadership. John's talk is a little sobering. He talks of the wrath to come and an axe laid to the tree. It seemed to really shake people up. This preaching of John sounds fresh, this message. It's different from what people had heard for a long, long time. Those words rang with the authority of God. They reminded them of of an Old Testament prophet, the prophetic voice of God that had been silenced for years. And people were ready for that. 
It's like an alarm was going off and people were awakened by his message. And what was particularly thrilling about his message is the description of a person who is coming. The center of John's message is this. He who is coming after me is mightier than I, whose sandals I am not worthy to carry. I baptize you with water. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and fire. Someone is coming who is mightier and greater than I, John says. This sounds like the Messiah from God that the people of God had been hoping for. And he will change your life, John says. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit in fire. John is describing the work of the Holy Spirit in one's life when you receive Christ. You see, you can't change human nature. You can't change yourself. But God can and will through his son, Jesus Christ. Trusting in him, he breathes his spirit into you and you become a new creation with new power, a new identity, a new purpose, a new outlook. Just like he did with the disciples. Just think of what an unpromising lot of people they were when they were walking with Jesus in his ministry. They bickered. They were self-centered. They were jealous of one another and fearful and faithless. And there were so many outrageous flaws. Peter spoke before he thought. James and John were obnoxious men called sons of thunder seeking power. But after the Spirit, Jesus promised drenched them on Pentecost, cowardice gave way to courage. Unbelief became a flaming faith and conviction that nothing could shake. Jealousy was swallowed up by brotherly love. Self-interest was killed and became a ministry to others. Suddenly on Pentecost, 50 days after the resurrection of Jesus, these men became new people, on fire, loving, courageous, and faith-filled. And they led 3,000 people to Jesus Christ at first Pentecost. They were changed men from that day forward. And therein lies our hope. How does this change happen in us? John tells us how it and Jesus did as well, using the same word. Repent, the kingdom of God is at hand. The people came recognizing their sins and confessed them. I'm guilty before you, O God. I need your cleansing, your forgiveness, a new start with you. That's the first step of repentance. They turned away from the old line of thinking that I can fix myself. I just have to get my act together before I can have that right relationship with God. No, this is something new, a gift from God. Simply turn to Jesus Christ. Turn from the old way of thinking to the new. And as you come under Christ's rule, you find that he has wonderful plans for your life. He wants to give you love and joy and peace, and patience, and kindness, and gentleness, and generosity, and faithfulness, and self-control as characteristics in your life. He wants to give you salvation now and forever. How does this take place? John says 
As we repent and come to Christ, it happens through the working of the Holy Spirit and the fire of the Holy Spirit that burns away the chaff within us. Peter Marshall, great preacher of the past, said, We have not seen Jesus as the disciples did. We've never heard the sound of his voice or seen the sunlight dance on his hair or traced his footprints in the sands of Palestine. But we have the same opportunity to be changed because the same Holy Spirit is available to us today. He leads us into all truth, convicts us of sin, and is our helper and guide. He can change us. And by the way, folks, repentance is not a one-time act. It's a daily thing, a daily turning, or as Martin Luther called it, a daily drowning of the old self that has been leading us astray most of our lives. So friends, here's our good news. Don't despair. If you want to be different, you may. You too can be changed for the better. Anyone can, through a relationship with Jesus Christ, whose birthday we're about to celebrate this Christmas. The change I've been describing is happening in all kinds of lives today. I want to share with you a true yet wild and amazing story I came across recently. I, I was reading a book entitled Handcuffs and Broken Chains. It's an autobiography about a man named Cody Huff who lived in Las Vegas. He was an addict, a dealer. He spent eight years in prison. He was homeless. He'd been abused as a child. Basically, he was a very broken, hopeless cause. But that all began to change when Cody happened to visit a church shelter back in 2002 where he had been told he could get a shower and get a meal. As he was waiting for his number to be called to go in to get these things, a little elderly woman walked up to him and asked him his name. He told her, she said, Cody, it looks like you could use a hug. He declined the offer, saying, You don't want to hug me. I really stink. It had been quite some time, you see, since he had gotten clean. She said, You don't smell. And she put her arms around him and whispered in his ear, Jesus loves you. He said it was the first time in a year that someone had actually touched him. And that message, Jesus loves you, began to melt the ice around his heart. While he was there having his meal, someone came around and gave him a, a gift. It was a Bible. And he took it with him and he began to explore it. And before long, he couldn't put it down. He was getting changed. He didn't want to do the same old thing anymore. He was getting freed from the old life. He soon surrendered his life to Jesus Christ, and things were never the same after that. 
he got himself sobered up and off the drugs with Christ's help. And today he is not only clean and free from the drugs that had held him captive till age 51, he is now an ordained pastor running a ministry for the homeless that's changing a lot of lives, not only in Las Vegas, but around this country. <laughs> this Jesus Christ that John was pointing to is amazing. He can and will change one's life. He changed Cody's life. That Holy Spirit that Jesus brought into this world can change yours as well. As you surrender yourself to his care and his direction, Christ has been doing this for over 2,000 years and millions and millions of lives and all kinds of people. That's our good news. You're not stuck with yourself. He can change anyone. There is one who has come and died on a cross to pay for your sins, and he rose again to give you a new life, a life much better than anything this world has to offer you. Repent. Turn to Jesus Christ. May the words of this old gospel hymn be yours today and every day. The words go like this. Have thine own way, Lord. Have thine own way. Thou art the potter. I am the clay. Mold me and make me after thy will. While I'm waiting, yielded and still. Friends, if you haven't yet, come to Christ. Trust him with your life. Bring him your brokenness, your weaknesses, and trust yourself to his care. And he, by the power of his Holy Spirit, will make you according to the pattern for which in God's love you were designed. And it will be good for your own good and for the glory of God. Amen. In the morning when I rise In the morning when I rise In the morning when I rise Give me Jesus Give me Jesus Give me Jesus You can have all this world
Would you pray with me? Lord, thank you for your promise that you can and will change our lives for the better through a personal trusting relationship with Christ. In his name we pray. Amen. Now as you go on your way, may Christ go with you. May he go before you to show you the way, behind you to encourage you, beside you to befriend you, above you to watch over, and within you to give you his peace. Amen. You've been worshiping with the ministry of the Christian Crusaders. We pray you have received encouragement to allow the Holy Spirit to change your life as you surrender to His care and direction. Christian Crusaders has a rich history of broadcasting the gospel message over the airwaves every Sunday since 1936. This has only been possible through the blessing of the Holy Spirit and the financial and prayerful support of our listening family. As we approach the end of another year, we are grateful for your prayers and your financial support. Our mailing address is Christian Crusaders, 7401 University Avenue, Cedar Falls, Iowa 50613. Our toll-free telephone number is 1-888-MY-FAITH. That's 1-888-693-2484. In the Cedar Falls, Waterloo, Iowa area, dial 277-0924. We invite you to find us on Facebook and like our page. Be sure to check us out on our website, christiancrusaders.org where you can find both audio and printed versions of today's program and past programs. You can also pass on prayer requests to our staff and board of directors. Our website address, once again, is christiancrusaders.org. We are happy you chose to worship with us this day, and we pray you will join us again next Sunday on this station. Conducting the service was our speaker, Pastor Steve Kramer. Christian Crusaders has been blessed to spread the gospel message of Jesus Christ continuously for the past 83 years. From all of us at Christian Crusaders, may God the Holy Spirit bless you and fill you with hope and peace in this busy season of Christmas.